Hello, hello, welcome back to another episode of Journey Through Her Eyes. Uh, you know, it's so interesting to me um, how I learn things through interactions with people. Uh, sometimes those interactions end up much more unpleasant than I had hoped. Um, so I recently had some interactions with a person and I caught myself overreacting to this person's actions and things they were saying. And, um, I stopped myself in the midst of doing some things that I feel are just kind of like crazy, unstable. Um, I was digging into this person's past to validate their stories and, you know, things like that. And I stopped myself and said, you know, why am I doing this? Like, if I really don't trust this person, why am I even interacting with them? So the choice that I made was to sit back uh, on my heels and, and accept that there were fears that existed Um and just allow this person to interact with me and me to interact with them and just see what happens and what I see. Um, ultimately, what I learned about myself um, at the end of these interactions um, is that I can be really great at articulating myself. Uh, there are times when I speak with poise and eloquence, and it's wonderful. Those skills seem to evade me in a time where I need to speak a need or a desire to another person. And I find myself talking in circles um, sharing scenarios, but at no point do I actually speak the need or the desire, um, nor do I directly say, this is what I would like. Um, and in the moment of that realization, I was like, oh, I know where this comes from. Like, I, it was like in an instant, I was like, oh, I remember these particular experiences as a child where I learned that speaking my need was not okay. Um, and, and that's just been the default behavior. That behavior is not serving a good purpose in my life as an adult, so now I am tasked with adjusting that behavior. The hurt and the pain that results of that lack of previous understanding is that I hurt and the other person is hurt by the actions I took afterwards. Um, I am aware that when I feel scorned ignored, trivialized, or um, just otherwise dismissed by the person I'm attempting to communicate with, I go straight into a fight or flight. Um, typically, it's a fight. And 
the resulting default behavior there is I will attack someone verbally. Um, and I, I say this earnestly, matter-of-factly, because it's true for me right now. I don't say this because I'm proud of it. I am not. I am not okay with it. It is not acceptable to me. Um, but I share this because my hope is that someone else who hears, hears this may have the courage or receive the encouragement to truthfully identify where they could do better in their lives, in their way of communicating with others. Um, because it hurts. It hurts so much. And I can't fix that. You know, sure, I could go back and apologize to this person. Um, would it make a difference right now? Nah, maybe. Maybe not. Because when a person feels scorned, sometimes they're not willing to forgive. And that's their choice. And so the, the, the hurt on top of the hurt for me is knowing that I did something again, <laughs> out of scorn, um, that could have hurt this person in a way that I may never know. Because you don't know the damage. You don't know the blow that that other person takes from those actions. And this is twice this year that I've done this. Um, I will share that both of those incidents um, involved men. Um, so I also realized that I have a lot of work to do. <laughs> a lot of work to do in how I relate to men. Um, another thing that I learned from these interactions um, is my lack of culpability in how I initiate interactions with men. Um, I also realized, you know, through conversations with a family member and a couple of family members um, about my own behaviors and behaviors that we may have, uh, that, uh, that we did witness growing up. Uh, and I realized that there are certain behaviors and ways that I behave when I interact with men that are likely leading to these men believing that I have some sort of interest in them. Um, when I don't, it's a default behavior. I'm not I'm not going to say that I'm not responsible for those because I'm 100% responsible for how I interact with other people. What I'm saying is that previous to this moment, I was aware of it. I was ashamed of it. I was so ashamed of it that I was unwilling to admit and address it. At this point, I am absolutely willing to admit it and to address it because I'm tired of the resulting outcome being so repetitive in my life. Um, I'm not going to speak on specific behaviors. I will say only that um, 
I am a very, very friendly person naturally. Um, But when it comes to interacting with men, that friendly behavior becomes flirtatious. And it's all, it's like a, it's so instantaneous for me. Like, I just fall right into it. It's so strange. I'm not exactly sure how to explain it because I am very friendly. Um, But the other realization with that is that I have been aware of these behaviors for a very long time. Um, And again, I wasn't willing to admit them because I was ashamed of them. And so my response to that was to seclude myself, which led me to having social anxieties. And the social anxiety is rooted in the fear of not being able to control those behaviors. That hit me like a punch in the gut. This whole interaction was like a sucker punch to the gut for me. I can't even imagine how the other person feels. And that sucks because I was not nice. Um, And that's something I've got to fix, y'all. Like, it's not okay. (laughs) I don't always move to attack that way. But when I do, it's ugly. And I don't like it. You know? And now I sit here thinking to myself, what, what do I do? What can I do? I know the very first step is I've got to work on me. I've got to work on how I relate to men and women alike because I struggle with my relationships with women too in a very different way. I understand that these struggles are a result of the interactions with me and my parents growing up. And that's not to put blame on them. My parents are who they are. They raised me the best way that they knew how. Um, But we learn through these interactions as children and there are things that we presume are normal and healthy and they're not and it's up to us when we become adults to look at those behaviors and decide for ourselves the appropriateness of them and I'm deciding that this is not appropriate it's not appropriate for me and it's not appropriate for others how I'm gonna fix it Mm. That's a whole nother question. I'm not sure. But uh, I will figure it out. And when I do, I'll share it. Um, If anybody has suggestions, I'm open to hearing them. Um, I do read and listen to books. You know, still finishing my um, Seven Habits book and um, Five Love Languages and... um, haven't finished reading the 12-step program, which I'm going to go back to shortly. Um, And I had originally read the five love languages um, many years ago when I got married to my last husband. Someone gifted it to me. And that actually kick-started my self-awareness journey. Um, and And I didn't even know it at the time that that's what was occurring. 
Um, but this time around, I was uh, reading the love languages for singles, and I found a lot of great insight there. Um, things I already knew, obviously, from reading the first one, um, but just there was a little bit more detail there for me that was more significant to me at this point in my life. So, um, I just wanted to share that awareness with you and, um, I feel sad. I really do. I hate, I hate to hurt people. (laughs) I really do. In that moment where I enter into that adrenaline rush of fight or flight, I can be really ugly, and I'm not proud of that. I'm really not. <laughs> um, hey, little puppy. <laughs> my dog is, like, swatting at my leg over here. So, anyways, I'll just leave you with that thought. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of people that'll relate and understand, and there'll be a lot of people who will, uh, <laughs> who may, you know, attack me in return, and that's cool. Um, we all do what we do. Come on, pup. But, um, it is what it is, you know? Um, I am, I'm accepting the truth as I see it. And, um, I'm going to figure out a way to move through it. I'm going to figure out a way to be better and do better. To serve others better. um, And not be so self-servant. That's the goal. That's the goal that I am uh, placing based on this interaction. I want to be a better human. And each day, each time that I learn something about myself, there's moments where I learn something about myself that I'm so proud of. You know, moments where I handle a a difficult situation with an incredible sense of calm and decorum. And then I have moments like this where definitely not at my best. But what I have found is that if we refuse to take responsibility for these moments, if we refuse to acknowledge our part in them, we're also refusing to grow. So that's my word for the day. I love y'all. Thanks for being here and sharing in this space with me again. I appreciate you. I love you. And we'll chat again.